Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. Cash Crew, what it do, man? We are back again for another episode with your boy Dub here. You got the CEO, Mr. ESPN, Vlad. How you feeling, bro? I'm good. Welcome back to another week's episode here with the Sports Cash Crew with your host, Mr. ESPN and Dub, alongside with your guests. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I got to do the guests. I got to do the guests. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, man. He's, he's one of my favorite people. Almost, I call him almost perfect. He's like 98% there. He just has this huge flaw in his life. He has a huge flaw, guys. He is a big Dallas Cowboy fan, and I cannot for the life of me understand it. So without further ado, we got your boy Dan in the house. What's up, Cash Crew? What's up? What's going on? Glad to be back. I'm glad to be back and talking about my Cowboys. Yeah, we don't like having that kind of conversation, but we'll get there anyway. Yo, Vlad, give us some headlines, man. So you guys know how we do before we start each week's episode. We just have some headlines to cover to give you guys some insight of what's going on in the sports world. This week, of course, um, still remain unnamed. Cam Newton is still not signed to a new team. Um, still waiting out there for somebody to snag him up. Um, it would be a good look for him to get to the Falcons um, to back up Matt Ryan. That's a destination I would like to see Cam Newton in, um, especially he's from Atlanta. But we'll just have to wait and see to see where Super Cam um, lands. Um, unfortunately, right now, it looks like Super Cam is going to be a backup for the rest of his career unless he Yikes. goes play for a team like the Lions or something. But even though, um, yeah. Mean, can, we say, can we say this? Yo, Cam, Cam Newton, he's on his mellow tour right now, right? Like, is he? Is there 32 quarterbacks better than Cam Newton? I don't. I don't. Think I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so I don't, at all. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't fathom that idea. So for him to still not be signed, yikes! <laughs> yikes! What else you got, Vlad? On the other news, uh, Team USA or USA Gymnastics um, had a unfortunate situation that transpired this week. Um, four athletes: Simone Biles, Ali Raisman, Michaela Maroney, and Maggie Nicholas all had to do a court case um, trying to indict one of the doctors, Larry Nasser, I believe, if I pronounce his last name correctly, um, one of the USA team doctors who actually was in sexual abuse allegations. Um, this ended up being a big encounter, which the girls tried to voice their opinion several times before it got to this point of going to court. Unfortunately, they were not heard, so now they had to bring it to a um, civil case. Um, in which the girls had to voice their opinions on multiple um, altercations where they felt sexually um, abused. So, um, you know, of course, we all about women rights, especially um, black and um, other race women rights. We definitely want to keep the woman protected at all times. So just something um, to keep your ears to um, um, is definitely not a fortunate situation, um, but definitely something to keep our ears to because we do want to keep those athletes safe on other news it is still football time uh week one of the nfl has come to a completion um and we have a lot of things to cover but before we get there um thursday night's game between the washington football team and the new york giants 
Um, hell of a game. Um, Washington obviously came through with the win at the very last minute. Um, so, guys, I know W being a New York Giants fan, you, you're not too happy, obviously, starting off the season to a not so great Damn, start. why are you looking at me, man? <laughs> I just want to hear what you have to say. Y'all, Dan is so annoying, y'all. He literally calls me after every L that I take. And I've been taking a lot of L's. Well, yeah, since 2017, you guys have actually, since the picture with Odell Beckham. Yes, we're like 18 and actually, 40. Actually, the worst yes. team in the NFL, to my knowledge. Okay, anyway, he wanted to talk about the, okay. the, the Thursday mean, we, we game can, specifically. We can continue, but yeah. I'll, yeah, no, we don't have to continue. Okay. All right, so <clears throat> I guess I'll kick it off. Those are my guys. Um, this is one of those times, and I told Dan this. We've seen a couple games in the past. I.e. the Falcons-Patriots Super Bowl. I.e. the Seahawks-Patriots Super Bowl. The better team did not win. They almost decided to lose. Of course, this time, it wasn't a Super Bowl or anything. But the Giants, my guys, actually outplayed the Redskins, in my, in my opinion. Um, one... The Daniel Jones run that got called back on a terrible, terrible holding call. Dan, Dan is currently shaking his head because he knows the call was bad, but he doesn't mind. That's how that's how bad of a person he is, guys. Um, <clears throat> then we had the uh, Darius Slayton drop. Oh my god! Like, I, you, you put the game away if you make that touchdown catch. Um, and then finally, the penalty at the end. On oh, Dexter Lawrence on the field goal, um, the Redskins missed it, and but they called offsides on Dexter Lawrence. Um, apparently, the board, the NFL board people, the refs, I don't know, whoever it is, they, of course, they review every game. You know, they watch tape on the calls they made, see if they're correct or not. And they actually concluded that that flag should not have been thrown. So I guess with zero seconds left on the clock, the Giants should have won the game. Um, but despite their apology letter, we're still going to be 0 2. So they can kiss my ass. Well, I'm going to say this. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, um, you know, when I look at football, yes, all, all your points were valid. I agree with a lot of games. Sometimes the better team doesn't win. Um, I hate using. Flags as an excuse for my team to lose because you know games are not really just totally won in just the fourth quarter. I, I agree with that. Yes, you played three quarters. You know there were mistakes made by the Giants also that mm-hmm. technically they should have uh, um, they should have won the game sooner. Yeah, they should have so, put it away. You know that just goes in with football. You know I, I don't like blaming officials all the time because you know as a Cowboy fan, you know I could say I've had. A lot of calls not go my way. Nope, they were all fair. No, uh, they were you know, all fair. Week one, um, that was offensive not pass interference. That was no. offensive pass interference. They nope. actually set concluded that was offensive pi. They didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, you know, it's a division game. It was, you know, it was a decent game to watch at least on a Thursday night football. You know, usually those games are a little bit boring. Yeah, it was a good game. So it, it was would, a good game to watch. That. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I think Washington was the better team? It hurts me to say this, but no. I, I don't think Washington was the better team. I just think 
a lot of things went their way, and that happens in football sometimes. So, you know, sometimes you got to, like, most, you know, good. T- I mean, you haven't really had a good team since before 2017, so I don't think you really understand what I'm talking about. But, um, you know, yeah, I hear it. sometimes, yeah, I hear sometimes it. you know, you look at a game, you know, and, you know, you, you, you get ready for the next week, the following week. And you guys have the Falcons the following week, right? Yes, we do. Uh, you know, you guys play halfway decent. Maybe you'll win that game. I don't know. But, you know, just good luck to the Giants for the rest of the year. It's going to be I a long year. I can't wait until Cowboys talk. Go ahead, Vlad. What you got to say about us, man? You got something to say, too? Um, yeah, I don't have much. I'm, well, obviously, I was happy that the Giants lost. Oh, same here, Vlad. Um, Chase Young played well, obviously, um, you know. I always go for the OSU guys. But like you said, Dub, um, I think the Giants definitely didn't, you know, they lost that game more than the Redskins won that game. Um, Slayton is not supposed to drop that pass. That was supposed to be the dagger in the game. Um, That Daniel Jones run, obviously, that's another one. Um, But, you know, as a pro, you just got to, you know, you got to execute. And the Giants didn't execute. Um, Saquon looked like he was about to lose his mind on that sideline at the end of the game. But, hey, it is what it is. Now the Giants are 0-2, right where they belong. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm happy. Um, hey, I, I just hope, you know, in a year or two, Saquon requests a trade because I would definitely like to take him in Philly um, with our young players out there. So, yeah, that's all I have. Can we get to the next segment, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so since we have a fellow Dallas Cowboys fan here yeah, with us, that would that would mean we're also Cowboys fans. I don't know about you, but I wipe my butt with them. Mm. Wow! <laughs> it's like oh, you, girl. it's like you talking about America. Just to put it out there, guys. Uh, no, oh, America's team. Well, I'm Haitian, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's all good. Let's talk America's team, though, man. America's team. I I will be the first to admit, I don't mind them being called America's team. They are probably the most popular franchise in the NFL. You know, before we aired, Dan made a point that he thinks if the franchise was taken away, the NFL would be more boring. I guess you could say. I wouldn't say boring. I mean, regardless, everybody always wants love them or hate them. People want to talk Dallas Cowboys, which I did speak to to that in my first podcast here. I did say the same exact thing. I think it would just be less drama. It'd be less drama? Yeah. Well, the thing is, a lot of people want to see them win, but a lot of people also want to see them lose. Either Especially in the fashion. You're still going to watch You're them. still probably going to watch, though. Especially in, like, fashion, like, Des Bryant's catch, no catch. Like, you want to see that I really stuff. don't like talking about the past. I love talking about the past. Matter of fact, let's talk about the past. Let's talk about the past 25 years, Dan. The past 25 years, I was, what year is that? 95? 95. Oh, I was four years old. Vlad, were you born? I was. I was just born. You was just born. Uh, You guys are very young. (laughs) And then you were what? Like I was 10. 10. The last time... So last you're what in like fifth grade, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. At that at that moment. So the last time your Dallas Cowboys won a championship was ninety five. What has been going on, Dan, with the past twenty five years? Where you guys, you're you're always relevant because you're the Dallas Cowboys, right? Mm. But no, they're always relevant. 
Love I it. mean, they're love relevant it. on. They're always relevant on ESPN, but not relevant on the field. I can't say that every year. No, I mean, no, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm like, no matter what, everybody's always like Dan said. You're always. I'll say they're always trending. Let's put it like that. They're always trending. So what's really good? Why is it that I've been blessed in my lifetime to never really see the Cowboys win a championship? <laughs> but before you go, mm-hmm. please let the listeners know the 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 statement you made off air before we started. Because I really want to hold you accountable for this. Um, you made a very oh. bold statement. Well, I'm going to take a page from um, one of my favorite all-time players, Charles Barkley. I guarantee <laughs> that um, Dak Prescott will get the Cowboys a Super Bowl. Guarantee. What's the time frame? Um, within the next five to ten years. So that means we're in 2021. So by 2026... Or by 2031, the Cowboys will win the Super Bowl. And we have $500 on this. $500? I don't know where that number came from. Bro. <laughs> um, I could have sworn y'all said like 50. I, I could have hey, sworn we said 50 bucks. y'all banking like that. Um, well, I just added zeros for the time frame that you kept pushing it back. Okay. I mean, depending on inflation. But um, it's, it's, it's a guarantee because I think Dak is trending to be an elite quarterback. I, I, could, I could agree with that. Um, I think... The weaknesses of Dallas is not going to last very long, which is still on the defensive side of the ball. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, after week one, I can't really say if it's still a, a week. They, I think they're, they're five times better than they were last year. Last year, they were atrocious defensively, and it couldn't get any worse. So <laughs> if, you, if they get a little bit better defensively, it's an improvement. So, and I guarantee the way Dak is playing – that he, if he's trending in the right direction and continues to trend, which I believe he will, then, I mean, I, I could also say that he'll be a top three quarterback also. Ooh, now nah, that's both. Um, in the next five to ten years. Ah. Uh, so, I don't care what stats that's they both. get. It's not, it's as not, long as it ain't a ring. It's, well, well <laughs> it's, it's not about, well, for me, it's, it's not about stats. It's about intangibles. I, I, I see Dak now and I... I believe he can make every throw, back shoulder, whatever type of throw he can make them. And um, mm-hmm. he 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 was very he was very effective week one. I mean, despite the loss, he did play well. Uh, he played extremely well for a guy who hasn't played in how long? You guys remember? But almost a year. Almost almost yeah. a year. And everybody thought he was going to be rusty. Everybody was kind of nervous of how he was going to look. Uh, if he takes a hit, how how would he respond? And he responded very well. I really believe. Just watching him play the game, um, he'll get us there. Okay. Within the next five years, you heard it first here on Five Sports years minimum. Cash. Ten, yeah. ten years max. Okay. <clears throat> ten years max. So, we are in the 2021 season. Mm-hmm. What's your predictions for your Cowboys this year? Because, again, like you said, you don't like talking about the past. We already know what happened in the past. Um, it wasn't too great for y'all. It's been 25 years of... Um, exits and you guys being at home in Jerry's world. Um, so, from <laughs> I like I like the way he puts it sometimes. So in the year twenty twenty one, um, you guys already are off to a zero one one start, right against the defending Super Bowl champions. That's okay, that's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your prediction for your Dallas Cowboys this year? What's your record and how far do you see them going? Well, I think because our division is not as strong as. Um, most divisions, uh, you know, it's not like we're the NFC West. 
Uh, I really do believe the Cowboys will win this division. The teams, the team that I was actually nervous about, um, I, I saw a lot of holes, which was the Washington football team. I don't believe in anything about the Eagles. Um, I know they won really? week one, but to me, the Falcons didn't, did, they didn't do anything to win that game. And I don't really think the Eagles are that good. Uh, the Giants, they're trending to be in a mediocre franchise, which is very shocking because, um, you know, before, before, I guess, Daniel Jones era, you know, uh, they were actually a respectable franchise and they're trending to actually be mediocre. And I think they're going to waste a lot of Saquon's good years. And uh, by the time they actually are halfway decent, uh, Saquon is going to be burnt out. So I think the Cowboys this year, for me, I think they won the division. I don't okay. even think it's that close, to be honest with you. What well, do you think you're going to end up with your record? Uh, what We have 18 weeks. 17. 17? You sure it's not 18? It's, it's 18 weeks. Yeah. It's 17 games. It's 17 games. Yeah. So uh, I think we won 11 games. So 11 uh, and 6. 11 and 6. I think, I think that's fair because I definitely got you losing to the Cardinals. You got you going to split between us and the Giants. Well, it, it's football. You really so don't know three. what happens in, in between. Yeah, not being the Chiefs. We we don't know. Yeah, not God being the Vikings. Injuries happen. We have no idea. So, yeah, it's football. No, eleven six is good. I agree with you. I think eleven six or six. ten and seven well, around uh, there. Eleven six when we win the division. Let's talk about these injuries a little bit. Um, I noticed you had two big players kind of go down. Michael Gallup, one of your receivers. Um, he went down. He may not be the number one, but he is definitely a major part of your offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what made even bigger news is that during practice, I saw Demarcus Lawrence end up with a broken foot. So that means there he's goes out your for defense. At least. And Demarcus Lawrence is probably easily your best defender. How are we feeling? Are you are are we still basing that eleven and six record? Off of those kind of blows as well, because um, it sounds like Dan, you have a lot of confidence in Dak. So it sounds like you you're assuming that Dak is going to be able to carry, no matter, well, not let me not say no matter what, but you know, despite the the losses that well, you, well, you are getting, I still do believe that football is one in the trenches. So do we have issues on the defensive side, especially um, defensive line? Yeah, you know, I could actually admit that. Um, I don't, I think offensively, I know the loss of Gallup, you know, it's going to be a couple of weeks and you know, football that happens every year, week to week, Mm -hmm. somebody very important, um, you know, you you get hurt. And, um, I feel like in the offensive side of the ball, we're so deep that I'm, I'm not, it's not that I'm okay with Michael Gallup getting hurt, but we'll survive it as a football team on the offensive side. Defensively. Um, Demarcus Lawrence means a lot to us. Um, he's one of our defensive leaders, if not the defensive leader on our team. Um, it, it it's it's a bad injury because he hurt it in pra- he hurt his foot in practice, and um, to, you know to quote AI, you know practice, you know not a game practice. <laughs> we talking about practice, and and you know it hurt, and um, you know it is it it's it's those things in football you know the giants lost a couple of offensive lines on thursday in which you know that's a need for the giants already their line so you know it's not it, about it, the giants we're talking it, well, about the Cowboys. well right but that's what i'm saying with football <laughs> it's week to week you know you you pray and you hope that you know certain players don't get hurt but it happens 
And I think it's going to be, you know, we'll tell, you know, they do play the Chargers week two. So, you know, it, I'm going to see how the team responds, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, especially. I still yeah. believe our defense is going to improve, is, is improving. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as it was last year. Because historically, we were terrible. Yeah, at least the last 25 years. Uh, not, <laughs> not on the defensive side of the ball. You know, not, not on the defensive side of the ball, but, at you know. At least. You know, it's, it's been bad this last year. I, you know, historically, we were terrible. I don't think it, it gets much worse than last year. So I have a, I have a question for you, Dan. Um, I, I know Dan to be, guys, if you don't know this, Dan, if there's one player, Cowboys all time, that Dan would probably plaster his face in his house and wear his jersey, it is the Tony Romo. Now, your boy Tony Romo, and after he retired, mm-hmm. I admit it to you, mm-hmm. he was good. Mm-hmm. Tony Romo was good. Now, was he reliable? Mm, yes. Okay, wait. My Factually, fault. he when, was. When he was in game, yes. You know, you could count on him to go to work. But his health, then. Okay. Tell me, how do you feel when, you, when, when somebody says, what, matter of fact, Fill in the blank for me, or write a write a paragraph for me. I say Tony Romo, Dan Go. What comes out of your mouth? Uh, you probably Romo. the best undrafted NFL quarterback. Who, well, second best after Kurt, Kurt Warner. Warner. All right, <laughs> um, to ever bless the football field. Um, it, he he was incredible. Uh, I, I'm smiling because. I really like, you know, a lot of people look at it and say, and I, I just think you guys watch the highlights. <laughs> um, not really watching most of those games, but a lot of people say, well, you know, he wasn't clutch. But his numbers tell us a different story. You know, um, he was actually one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the league during his tenure as a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Uh, the only issue I've ever had with Romo is he was injury pro. And it's it's a tough pill to swallow because you couldn't rely on him for a whole season. And with that result, you lose a lot of games when you don't have your franchise quarterback or at least a reliable backup to back him up. But I thought Romo was phenomenal. Uh, he's probably one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. You know, um, he's very underrated as a player. You know, I think he gets more credit for his broadcasting. But he's very—he's no, he's elite. He's elite. He, he's, he, to me, he was almost that as a quarterback. Um, you know, he's—he's he's just my guy. And to quote To, my quarterback. That's my quarterback. You know, just no tears. But you know, <laughs> he, he's still—he's still my quarterback. And you know, like I said, Dak, but Dak is showing me something. And week by week since last year, I mean, I, I'm looking at Dak and I'm like, wow. Like, I think we have something special there. So, with that being said, a couple of weeks ago, we just, we had an episode and we highlighted some Hall of Famers that just entered. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nah, look up, Dan. Don't, don't look down. Look up. Right now. Mm-hmm. Can you say Tony Romo is a Hall of Fame quarterback? Dang, I get, guys, I wish you okay. could see the visuals. Dan is sweating. <laughs> okay. So this this is this is my, 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 my thing with that. Um 
I really feel this is what I believe. I don't think Roma ever gets in. Um, really? I, I don't think Roma gets in, <laughs> not because of his play, because of his durability. I don't think, I think that's why he didn't play enough games as far as his tenure. I think statistically, he has Hall of Fame numbers, statistically. Um, quarterback rating, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback compared, you know, if you're considering that. Statistics. Based on his playoff success and his injuries, I don't think he gets That's in. That's what I was about to highlight. How many times did Romo go to the playoffs? Ah, uh, 2006, 2007, 2009, 11, and 14. And so that's, what, five years? Right. And how many wins does he have in those playoff games? Two. Two wins. Right. So, and how many years did he play all together? Uh, so from 06 to right before. So I, if you want to consider the preseason game where he got hurt, should we consider that? Or sure, sure, sure. Till 10 years. From 2006 so, to 2016? A 10-year career. Mm-hmm. Five of those he made the postseason. Right. And has two wins total. Right. Doesn't sound too elite to me. I, well, five, I, but during I his think... tenure, he wasn't healthy either. And that's the problem. Yeah. So I understand. Do the I, I'm trying not to even so he, highlight his so health half like a, that because he only had one losing season during his whole year that he played. He only had one losing season. So during his tenure, he wasn't always healthy. So he wasn't available. So when you look at the, you break down the numbers, yes, you, you're looking at you know five times he's been in the playoffs out of the ten years, but he didn't play. He didn't play a lot. Full seasons. So, but here's the thing, Dan. I the reason why, and I agree. Mm-hmm. I, like I told you, Romo was a bad man mm-hmm. on the field. After he retired, you decided. I, yes, that's what I told you. Right. I would never admit that right, to you. Right, right, right. Like, right. while he was playing. Right. He, he was annoying. So, but for those five years, he made the postseason. They come at it with two wins. The one consistent thing that we see in the Hall of Fame when it comes to the quarterbacks, mm-hmm. at least, they all have postseason success. So, with that being said, Dan, I mean, Romo has... Two postseason wins for his whole career. I mean, can he even be considered? Um, Dak almost has just as much already. Look, when it comes to playing quarterback, I get the whole stigma of all of this postseason success and this, this, and a third. But once again, I'm going to elaborate. I'm going to say what I really think football is. It's one in the trenches. Do quarterbacks matter? Yes. Was it Romo's fault that he only had two playoff games that he won? No. Not all. Not his whole not career. Not entirely. Right. Not, not entirely. Um, you I know, mean, he could have beat us in 07, but, you know. He could have. The Dallas Cowboys were 13 and 3. That's right. He did. And then we went on to win the Super and it, Bowl and that yet year. And you guys beat, beat the, the undefeated Patriots. Yeah. And yet Tom Brady doesn't have a stigma to his name. <laughs> um, and yet he was undefeated. And I get all of that. Um, in 06, Romo should have been out there holding a kick. You know, the Seattle one to the Seattle yeah, one. The, the whole thing where it started that Tony Robo wasn't clutch, which <laughs> from being a placeholder, <laughs> from being a placeholder, his first year starting as as the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I really believe, like in '09, um, when he won his first playoff game, I mean, he beat the Eagles Week 17 to turn around and beat them again, a wild card weekend. 
Did he lose to a very decent um, Minnesota team at the time? With Brett Favre, with that defense when they had Jerry Allen? Yes. The, the offensive line wasn't good enough for them to sustain a win. I don't think, I don't, you know, um, you know, Brett Favre had an incredible game. He had a great line, too, at the time. So, you know, with that being said, those things happen. You know, it's it's football. Um, the there's no catch, no catch. Romo played phenomenal. It wasn't a catch. DeMarco Murray fumbled the ball twice in that game, but nobody talks about it. I don't even think people even remember that. They only remember uh, fourth and two. The Dez catch it, that's a debate. But nobody really looks at that whole game entirely to say, well, you know what? Romo played well enough for them to win that game also. And it, it went down to two fumbles by DeMarco Murray that nobody even talks about. No one talks about. Where, you know, we're, we're up 14-7. We're, we're basically moving the ball. We go up 21-7. Maybe Des Bryant catch is not even a factor at the end of the game. And maybe, just maybe, Romo gets the NFC Championship. So, you know, with that being said, I think a lot of factors came into play when it came to Tony Romo's career. I just don't think he was just the type of player to just say, hey, he just doesn't have... There's a lot of factors that happen in football for those things to happen. It's not just the guy didn't, you know, want to win or he didn't do anything possible to win. Just remember the Detroit game when he won his second playoff game. They were down 17-0. And Romo had a phenomenal game. A phenomenal game. And the team wasn't playing well at all. He carried that Dallas Cowboys team to a win. So, for me, those are the games that I look at and I say, well, you know what? Those games should be the ones people look and say, you know what? He was a hell of a quarterback. Now, like I said, is he a Hall of Famer? I don't think he gets in. Um, That's just, you know, my opinion based on, once again, health. Uh, I, I don't think it should be on a lot of playoff success because there are people in the Hall of Fame that didn't really have many playoff success. I mean, if you look at uh, a lot of um, um, Joe Namath's career, he, he he made a lucky prediction. And the only reason he's in the Hall of Fame because of a prediction, not based on his numbers. His numbers are terrible. Terrible. And they don't even have as many teams as they do now in the NFL. But, I mean, that's the point I was making earlier, though. It, I, I understand that his, um, you know, we talking Joe Namath, like, he he, did, he wasn't incredible statistically or nothing. But, regardless, he has diamonds. You know, he has something that most people... But he didn't do anything. That's what I'm trying to tell That defense, if you really think about it, the defense was... He, his numbers were terrible during the Super Bowl game, too. Right, right. So he didn't do any. That's like telling me, um, but but the point I'm making, because I, I get it. You can say uh, Trent Dilfer of the Baltimore right. Ravens. I get it. It's I, like saying, hey, I Trent Dilfer should be in, in, in the Hall of Fame. That's a I, terrible assessment. No, no, no. I get that. What I'm saying is though, Rex it, Grossman made the Super Bowl. What is I'm Rex saying Grossman is, an elite quarterback. What I'm saying is though, is that Hall of Famer, the Hall of Fame quarterbacks, at least for mm-hmm. the most part that I could think of, mm-hmm. they all have. Some type of postseason success. What do you What do you get so, when you don't win a Super Bowl? Nothing. You don't get anything. Of course not. So, why do? This is my question. I usually have. You know, I don't know if it's it's really media, sports media, but based on that, if if I get to the playoffs every year, let's just say I get to the like Donovan McNabb, he's been to the NFC Championship before he made his one Super Bowl. He's been to the NFC Championship how many straight times? Four. Right? Is Donovan McNabb a Hall of Famer? Um, well, he has 
he, I think he possibly can be, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said. Well, but, but, but right now he's not. I said, because all I said was some postseason success. I didn't say Super Bowl. No, no, okay. but that's what I'm so, saying. But right now he's not. No, nah, yeah, he's, he's not a first. I mean, he was, because he was in the first ballot, of course. He's not a first like, ballot, right? Yeah. I don't know if he even gets in. Now, I think he should get in. He'll get in. I think he should get in. Me, personally, I think he should get in. I mean, he got in some trouble, though, so he might have a harder time. What does that have to do with the football It should never, but it it just might. And and that's the thing. Like, I I really feel like based on, if you're going to tell me, well, based on those. And and to me, I think those teams, especially he had a very good head coach. Andy Reid was a hell of a coach. Those teams were, Donovan had more of an equipped team than Tony Romo ever did. That's just how I feel. I think, you know, for me, I think it's kind of unfair to kind of label him as a guy that's not had a lot of playoff wins. But that those teams weren't good. I don't care. You could turn on any highlights. Look, if you guys never really watched Tony Romo, it's okay to go back and watch YouTube. Turn on highlights when, you know, they didn't have a legit center and the ball was getting snapped over his head for the majority of the time. Oh, he's running for his life. The minute the ball is snapped, the, the, the defense is already in the backfield. And yeah, he's doing everything in his power to clean, still complete a pass. I mean, so that means with that being said, that means we would never be able to put like a Matthew Stafford in, assuming his career ended right now, because you know he only has like one playoff win or something like that. Matthew Stafford has no playoff wins. or no playoff wins like that. So I mean, I don't know. I guess it, there's a whole lot that that goes into it. it but regardless, it. it sounds like you don't think that Tony Romo would make the Hall of Fame. So no, I don't think he makes it. Ah, well, bummer. <laughs> I, I don't think he makes it. He's one of my favorite players of all time. I don't think he makes it just based on his durability. I, I think skill wise, statistically, he has the numbers to make the Hall of Fame. If you're gonna go by just numbers itself, then he's a Hall of Fame. But if you don't go by his numbers, you go by overall. You know, however you maybe look if at they it. made their stat his statue with a band aid on it or something like that. Like, you don't think he could rock one of those just to... Anyway, as much as I would love to continue to bash the Cowboys, you know, we got to talk about some other stuff. But before we talk about that other stuff, let's just take a quick little break and we'll be right back, people. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at SNKR underscore broker. That is at SNKR underscore broker to find out more. All right, Cash Crew, we are back from break. So now we're going to go to our second segment of our show. Um, Since it is week two of the NFL, we're just going to go um through all the games this week and give our personal opinions who we think is going to win each matchup so we can go ahead and start um from the top of the list we got the chicago bears versus the cincinnati Bengals. um i think it's pretty easy i got the bears they are going to be at home um and i definitely got the bears winning that uh, i got the bears also Dope. joe burrow for the upset and the cincinnati Bengals. are you uh, is this another 50 dollars bet Yo, I'm going with the Bengals, man. I can, you can keep your money, bro. 
<laughs> All right, our next match matchup we have the Houston Texans, who actually played well last week, um, versus the Cleveland Browns. Um, another one I think is easy pick. Uh, definitely got Cleveland winning that. I also have Cleveland. Cleveland should be going two and zero tomorrow, man. They should not have taken that L to Kansas City last week. They lost that game more than Kansas City won that game. I stand by my pick from last week, so I'm going to do it again. Who's the best quarterback tomorrow. in the NFL? Patty Mahomes. Okay. That doesn't. That was the reason why. Vlad just looks at the big the big picture. Like, not the big picture. He just sees the, the, the lights. Yeah, man. And he doesn't see the whole. I don't even know if he watches the game. Anyway, <laughs> Cleveland to be Houston tomorrow. All right. I think Baker will have a big day also. Uh, next game, we have the L.A. Rams versus the Colts. Um, I think that's going to be actually a good game. Um, I got the Rams winning that one, especially um, after what the Rams did last week. It looked like the Rams are off to a hot start on both ends of the football. But um, I definitely got the Rams winning that matchup. How about you guys? Got the Rams. Uh, I believe in Matthew Stafford having a big year. The Rams should win that game. Yeah, uh, that that one's a, a no-brainer for me, too. Matthew Stafford might be an MVP talk this year. Um, but the matchup I'm really intrigued to see is Aaron Donald, Quentin Nelson. Like my man Dan says, the game is won and lost in the trenches, and it doesn't get better than that. But I, go Rams. I agree. I agree. After that, we have an AFC matchup with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Um I got the Bills on that one. I think uh, they should they should win by two touchdowns. I disagree. I'm gonna go with the Bills, but I think it's a closer game than people think. I, I think that Miami defense is better um, than people think, and I actually I got the Bills in a close win, but I'm not. I only got them by like three points. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Miami doesn't really score a lot, but they stop you from scoring. And Buffalo, I think, will at least manage to score more than they did with Pittsburgh last week. So, I'm a, yeah, I'd go with Buffalo, but it's going to be a close game. I think it, it can possibly be like 17 to 13 type type game. Okay, okay. Then after that, we have the New England Patriots versus the New York Jets. Now, this game, I think, is going to be closer. Um but to tell you the truth, I might go with the upset and get the Jets. The Jets over the Pats? Yeah. Zach Wilson. Get his first NFL we got, win. We got two rookies two trying to rookies get their playing. first win. Right. Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. If I'll go with Bill Belichick. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going with the coach. <laughs> I'm going with it, which is terrible because he doesn't play on the field. But I'm going with the Pats. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Pats too. You said you got the Jets, Black? Yeah, the Jets. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think the Pats make a little bit more sense. Again, I'm still a fan of what I see in, with the Jets, but I think the Patriots are a little more ready to win now. Um, not that they're gonna win it all, but I like their team. <laughs> all right, then we have my old faithful Philadelphia Eagles versus the San Fran 49ers. I think that's a no-brainer. I think we go up 2-0 in the division. <laughs> he said it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> really? You play, you have, you play in the 49ers and you call it a no-brainer. You call that a no-brainer? <laughs> I didn't say it's going to be easy, but 
Uh, we all no, know. You, no, you are saying no, it's going to be no, easy. No, 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 has it as as far as who I'm picking, but oh, not okay. how we're going to win. Dan, who you got? I, I don't need. I, I don't got know. I got the Niners. Yeah. Um, I, I think I actually think though this game it's is, in Philly. By the way, that's fine. It doesn't matter. We're in September, not December. Um, <laughs> um, I got the Niners, and um, I think actually I think this is going to be an exciting game. I think it's going to be an underrated high scoring game for some reason. I don't know what it is, but I actually think it's going to be a little bit interesting. But I got the Niners to pull it off. Man, Dan, this is why I say you're like almost perfect because we do think a lot alike. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I have it being high scoring because I, I don't really trust either defense to make a whole lot of stops. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the reason why I'm picking the 49ers is just like the last game. They have a better coach, and Kyle Shanahan just knows how to put points on the board. Mm-hmm. So I think I mean Jimmy G had like a 300 yard game last week, and right. Trey Lance came in and even got a score of his own. So yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Niners, and it's gonna be like it's gonna be like 42 to like 35. Yeah, something like I think that. It's gonna be one of those games. Yeah. All right, our next matchup we have the Las Vegas Raiders versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, man, I, I'm going Raiders on this one. Uh, I'm going the Steelers. I think the injuries to Jacobs is gonna be. I think I think the Raiders gonna be a little bit one dimensional, which I don't. I think that plays into uh, what the Steelers want to do anyway. Uh, just like you know, they kind of held their own against uh, Josh Allen. I think they they hold their own. I think Pittsburgh wins this game. Defensive player of the year, possibly. T.J. Watt. He's a tax. And he's the reason why I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Raiders. Again, like Dan was saying, this is like I told you, he, he, he understands the game. He knows how to think, man, outside of that whole cowboy thing. And Josh Jacobs, losing Josh Jacobs for this one does kind of, you know, shrink their playbook. And... You know, I think Pittsburgh, obviously, they, they're really only concerned with one guy for real for real now in Darren Waller. And I, I, I'm I a I'm a Roethlisberger. Like, I, I think Roethlisberger is really good, uh, despite a lot of things that people say about him. But he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, man. So, yeah, we'll go Pittsburgh. Okay. Then we have the New Orleans Saints versus the Carolina Panthers. Um, James was James was. Winston. Winston, I'm sorry. <laughs> he did play well last week, but... Oh, that man had the game of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I think Carolina uh, redeems himself and um, takes the division win in that one. I got CMC having another big um, week. Uh, this is where I disagree again. I do feel... I, I, I'm going to pick the Saints. I think this, outside of the Eagles and Niners game, I think this is going to be a little bit low scoring than people may think. I think both defenses are pretty decent. Uh, I don't think Alvin or C-Mac, I don't think those guys have great games. I think they have decent games, but I don't think the numbers are going to just fly off the roof. I do have the Saints winning. Um, Yeah, Jameis, Jameis had a great game, but he still didn't throw for 200 yards. I felt like that defense really basically dictated the game for week one. Not to mention Aaron Rodgers didn't care to play. Yeah, he didn't he didn't care to play <laughs> at all. So I, 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 I got the Saints 
in a close one, it is a division game. I wouldn't be shocked if the Panthers won, but I, I do have the Saints winning in a low scoring, actually a fair, maybe 2017, if you want to consider that low scoring. Um, I think I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go with my man Vlad here. I think Carolina can take this one because again, the the problem with last week's win is I don't know how much of it just dealt with the fact that Aaron Rodgers didn't feel like playing. So, and and you know to your point, Jameis Winston threw for five touchdowns but had like 140 yards in the air. So, eh, you know that that means they had a lot of short fields. Um, because clearly Green Bay didn't put anything on the board. So I'm going to go with Carolina here because really, one, I, I like Carolina's team anyway. Like, I think they have they're, – they're starting to round out their team from from the trenches to the to the pretty guys out there. Like, it, it's looking good out there. I like it. Uh, I mentioned on, I think, last week's episode or so, um, Sam Darnold in Carolina is, is not nearly as loud mm-hmm. as New York. Mm-hmm. And I think he's gonna adjust perfectly fine. Okay. So let's go with the Panthers. All right. Our next matchup we have the Denver Broncos versus Jacksonville Jaguars. I think this might be a unanimous vote. Um, with the Broncos. Oh, with the Jags. We're taking the Jags. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I would not be surprised if Von Miller has like three sacks. At least. I I I totally agree with La. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's. It's, we're all yeah. with the Broncos. We're all picking the Broncos. This <laughs> game, That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's not be surprised if Jacksonville got another number one pick next year. Yeah, it's looking bad. Mm-hmm. Our next matchup, uh, we have the Minnesota Vikings versus the Arizona Cardinals. A very, very interesting matchup. But um, Kyler Murray did prove a lot of people wrong um, last week. Throwing for five touchdowns, so I definitely have those Arizona Arizona Cardinals coming out with the W, and they're playing at home against the Minnesota Vikings. I got I got Arizona in that game. Uh, I think Kyle Murray. I think he has a big year. That division is going to be tough, but I do pick them in this game. Um, I have them winning. I have them winning easily too. Uh, you know. That's really all I'm going to say. I don't think Minnesota is that good of a team. But, you know, I think I got Arizona. Yeah, it would have been a little harder for me to pick this if Minnesota found a way to beat Cincinnati at least last week. But you guys are sweating Kyler Murray. I'm going to go back to the defensive side of the field. There's another defensive player of the year candidate in Chandler Jones, who had five sacks last week. That's a fact. He went crazy. And mind you, they also have J.J. Watt. They also have Buda Baker. They have other people out there on defense. So I'm going to say he's the reason why um, Kirk Cousins goes down at least six times tomorrow, tomorrow, in tomorrow's game. So, yeah, let's go with the Arizona Cardinals. All right. Then we have the Atlanta Falcons versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, after seeing the Falcons play last week, I think um, Tom Brady's due for a four-touchdown game. So I definitely have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think it's going to be a landslide. Ooh, I don't like calling landslides in division. Yeah, the Falcons look terrible um, week one. I, I don't think it's going to be, believe it or not, I don't. I, I got Tampa Bay winning. I don't think it's a landslide. And I don't know 
for me, it's all, always about those are the division games that you think it's going to be a landslide and it becomes, I don't know, is it two touchdown win the landslide? Maybe. I don't know. Nah. I just have them by two touchdowns. But, you know, that's it. Um, the Falcons look bad. It was uh, tough to watch. Yeah, borderline terrible. Nah, it, it was tough to watch. I, I mean, not only did I pick them to beat Philly, but like... At least if you wasn't going to beat them, you would have made the game competitive. You was at home, and it was just bad to watch them. The coach doesn't look like he has any kind of handle on the team. And I I, I actually kind of felt bad for Matt Ryan. Like, Matt Ryan is one of is, is an MVP. He's one of those guys in our league. And and, and it's like he, need to, he might need to request a trade or something. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what it is. So, uh, Bucks and Six, man. All right. Then I think we have another unanimous pick for this next matchup with the um, LA Chargers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Got Justin Hubert coming out with the W um, with the Los Angeles Chargers. I don't know what he's talking about. You unanimous. Man, man, we need visuals, no, man. I, I, we, yeah. I have no idea what he's talking about. I wish y'all could see Dan's face. Cocaine is a hell of a drug because it's not <laughs> unanimous if I'm picking my Cowboys. Uh, I think the Cowboys showed me something. I think they're a better team than people think. Uh, I think it's going to be a very good game. I think it's going to be a very close game. I got the Cowboys, of course, winning this game to to get to 1-1 one one to get their first victory of the year. Um, it, it's it's going to be – hey – and I, I got Zeke having a big game, just for the, you know, doubters. I hope so, because Zeke haven't had a breakout game in quite some time. His rookie year, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. But, you know, uh, as much as I hate the Dallas Cowboys, I'm still going to pick them to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know I love my guy, Justin Herbert, man. Um, so, yeah, man, let's go. The Chargers. And then we have the game of the week, in my opinion, the Tennessee Titans versus the Seattle Seahawks. Um, this this is going to be a tough, tough matchup. But after last week, I think Tennessee has something to prove um, after the way they played against Arizona. So I'm actually going to go with the Titans in this matchup. Um, A.J. Brown, Dick Henry, Julio Jones, and that offense. Think they need to um, get right back on the right side of winning. So um, they got a tough matchup this week, but I think they pulled out against the Seattle Seahawks. Once again, I disagree. I got Seattle winning this game. Um, I think I think people are gonna find out. I think Tennessee has problems defensively. Uh, yeah, on paper their offense looks good. Good, yeah. But I think uh, they have issues there. Um, I, I think they're going to go back if, if for them to be successful is to really go back to that ground game, pound, pound, pound. And let's just put Ryan Tannehill, who he is, is guy that just if you if he doesn't make a lot of mistakes or the ball's not in his, in his hands, he's an effective quarterback. Um, you know, all the signings that they have. Yeah, it's, it's great on paper, but you still have to perform in the field. I still do think they, they have problems uh, defensively. I got the Seahawks winning as just like Arizona won. I, I feel like it's not going to even be a close game. Uh, what? Not <laughs> even a close game? No, I think it's going to be almost the way Arizona handled them. Oh, God. Um, To be honest, both these teams are actually rather similar. 
like I don't care for either one of their defenses. <laughs> like, you know, they just it's like they might have one guy that kind of stands out to you on both sides, Bobby Wagner for Seattle and maybe Kevin Byard for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much it. I'm really going with Seattle just cuz they have the better quarterback. Um, you know, it's hard to it's hard to pick against Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson did I mean, he made he made Indiana Indianapolis defense look like, you know, barbecue chicken last week. So, I think um, we'll go Seattle Seahawks. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I can't really pick if it'll be a, a blowout or whatever. But I just don't see Tennessee winning this game. And then for the night game, we have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. Um. I know there's a lot of questions about Lamar and his throwing abilities, but I definitely have the Kansas City Chiefs winning this one, um, especially after the big game comeback they had last week against the Browns. So the Chiefs will be going 2-0, and the Ravens will be starting off the season 0-2 after Sunday. Got Pat Mahomes throwing for a 3-plus. Uh, I got the Chiefs winning this game. I think, I mean, if you, if you watched last Sunday against Cleveland, uh, you know, Cleveland did everything in their power to win that game. Um, I, I think you almost have to be perfect to beat this team, especially during the regular season. Uh, I got the Chiefs winning this game. I, I got, if you want to say Patrick Mahomes, if you want to say Tyreek Hill, if you want to say Travis Kelsey, Kelsey I, I think all of them are going to have, you know, great games during that game. I got I got the Chiefs. Uh, too many injuries in, Balt- in Baltimore also. But I got the Chiefs. Well, there's several things here. There's several reasons why it's it's a unanimous decision. A, while Kansas City found a way somehow to win their game, Baltimore found a way to lose theirs last week. They had their game, too. You're right. And they found a way to lose it. B, Lamar hasn't beat Patrick yet. I've seen them play in the postseason. I've seen them play regular season games. I've seen it be in Kansas City. I've seen it be in Baltimore. And the Ravens, Lamar Jackson era cannot beat (laughs) Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And another thing, I'm reading a stat right now. Actually, Patrick Mahomes just had a birthday. And so September seems to be good to him. He's actually 11-0. and 0 Wow. In September with wow. 35 touchdown passes to zero interceptions. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm actually reading it right now. So it seems like That's, wow. September has always been good to him. <laughs> and it'll probably continue. <laughs> I don't see Baltimore winning this game. I, I think it's in Baltimore, but it I don't see them winning this game. There's yeah. just nothing about what Baltimore has done lately that makes me feel like they have a chance. I totally agree. I and agree. with that stat line, that makes it even more convincing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, on that note, you guys have heard all our week's picks for this week's NFL matchups. There was, there was the Monday night game, though. Oh, you're right. Lions and the careless Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, man. <laughs> Can we go Detroit I this think, time? I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go with Detroit? Uh, look, I, 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 I respect Aaron Rodgers' ability. Usually after a loss like that, he always comes back and wins. I think his reputation was a little hit based on the fact that a lot of people felt that he quit in that game or... He was just not playing up to his capabilities on purpose. I think he proves everybody wrong and shows how bad of a man he is. I think he he bounces back big against Detroit. And I I got the Packers winning this game easily. Hmm. 
I think it's going to be a landslide game. And Rodgers will throw for four touchdowns, 300-plus yards. It's not going to be close. Um, I'll be surprised if I even tune in during the second half. Um, I sleep too. <laughs> because, yeah, this game is not going to be competitive. Well, it shouldn't be competitive at all. So I definitely have Green Bay winning this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers too. And I think Aaron Rodgers has to have a big game to try to get that whatever happened last week out of our minds. Um, Detroit, is um, they lost their number one corner for the season in Jeff Okuda. So this should be easy pickings. Yep, <laughs> should shred them apart. For Devontae Adams and, and, and Co. Yeah. All right, Vlad, take us away, man. All right, so you guys have finally heard all our picks for this week's matchups. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. We're our fellow guest here, Dan, once again. Thanks for coming in and joining us. Glad on, to be here, guys. I um, appreciate you. And Dan. sharing your um, very enticing um, Little knowledge. Yeah. With your Cowboys. But on that note, again, um, stay with connected with us on all socials, sports underscore, cash underscore. And give us your comments of who do you think will be this week's matchup winners. And let's see who actually comes through next week. Um, on that note. Please tune in to us uh, on all your listening platforms that you choose. Subscribe, like, and comment. And also Mondays at 7 p.m. We are on Clubhouse where we discuss various topics. And, of course, you know, we are full-fledged football season right now. So we'll be talking more um, NFL football and all the games that have been played. On that note, we'll see you guys next time. What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at sports cash podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell.